Welcome, my friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 51. And to be honest, I'm not quite sure what I just witnessed. It was one of the greatest performances I have ever seen, and that is not an exaggeration at all. Tyrese Maxey with the career night drops 50 in a win against the Indiana Pacers. And that's what we're going to talk about. This entire episode is dedicated to Tyrese Maxey because it was just beautiful, beautiful to watch. When people say I brought a tear to my eye and they're like kind of being a little sarcastic, uh, I literally had tears in my eyes. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Let's dive right in. I, I, I just can't quite believe it. The dude was scoring however he wanted. Step back threes with that new James Harden-like separation with the step back. The softest touch floaters you've ever seen in your life right over the outstretched fingertips of Miles Turner. Just giving the Pacers buckets. Listen to the stat line. 50 points, 7 boards, 5 dimes. But get this. He had 3 blocks. I talked about it last week, but the most impressive part about this insane leap that Maxie has made this year, yes, obviously the offense is impressive, but the most uh, impressive part to me is the defensive side of the ball. He has been spectacular. Like, not just good defensively, like all-NBA defense nine games into the season. And that's not just my take. Bobby Marks was tweeting about it tonight as well. He's finally getting people's attention, I think. Obviously, Philly has known what we've had in him for a while. The Eastern Conference has kind of known about him a little bit as almost this hidden gem. Since the James Harden trade, I think people's eyes have kind of got a little bit more open. And after tonight, I think the league is on notice. Everybody is paying attention. I was talking about this earlier, but I I was saying how when Tyrese Maxey makes the All-Star team this year, I think that there's going to be some people shocked, mainly out West. But those people just aren't familiar. They haven't watched. Because if you watch Tyrese Maxey play on the Sixers team, for 60 seconds, you realize that he's a star. He's amazing. The franchise, as Joel Embiid calls him. I legit don't have words. Like, after the game, I just kind of sat there to jot down some notes for this episode. And I couldn't help but just shake my head. It was ridiculous. First off, we have to talk about it because Joel Embiid's game was it's totally overlooked, but he was phenomenal. He had a huge first quarter, 19 points. He ended with 37, 13, and 7 in only 33 minutes. It's pretty ridiculous. The reason that I bring it up, besides obviously being an insane stat line, was that Joel was actively trying to get Maxi the ball so he could score 50 points. Joel even mentioned at postgame that, hey, I was trying to get him the ball. If you look at his reaction after Maxi hits that three to give him 50, Joel's hands go right on his head in disbelief. He couldn't believe it. Not just Joel, but Tobias said something similar postgame. He said that Melton threw him the ball and was screaming at him to shoot it, and he's like, absolutely not. I'm trying to get Tyrese 50 right now. He went on to say that he couldn't be prouder of Tyrese right now. It's just amazing, man. It's amazing. Obviously, his teammates love him, but everybody loves him. He's just the happiest dude. The vibes, as the kids are saying, are immaculate. (laughs) I feel weird saying that. But truly. And we have to to mention Kelly Oubre Jr. In what is the craziest freak accident Saturday night, for those who don't know, Kelly Oubre Jr. was hit by a car walking outside of his house, um, which is now being reported as a hit and run. Again, total freak accident. When the news first broke... There was so much unknown that 
all we knew was that he got hit and was in the hospital and Woj tweeted he was going to miss significant time. So your mind starts racing. You start guessing. Obviously, you can't believe it. I still can't believe it. But sitting there that night on Saturday, I'm like, what? What? A, my first thought was, okay, like basketball doesn't matter. Again, it sounds dramatic, and it sounds more dramatic now. We know he's okay, but when it first happened and we didn't know, it was the only thought was like, I hope he's okay because in the grand scheme of things, basketball doesn't matter. Then you find out he was released. You find out more details that, hey, it's a broken rib. He's got scratches and bruises on his arm and leg. Then it kind of starts to open it up a little bit more of like, okay, first off, this happens in Philly. My, my first thought, after obviously wanting Kelly to be okay, was like, of course this happened to Philly. Ubre starts off just unbelievable, maybe the best start to a season in his entire career, and then some freak accident happens. And then I started to think for him, how sad, because he took this as a prove-it deal. He took this as a, hey, I'm going to take a little deal, a one-year deal, go to Philly, prove myself, come out, get a payday next year. And that's exactly what he did. He came out of the gate just hot as can be. So obviously I felt for him there as well because it just I don't, it just sucks, man, and it's such a freak accident. Again, so relieved and extremely grateful that he is okay. Uh, the Sixers are saying that he is going to be reevaluated next week, that yes, he's going to miss significant time. Who knows what significant actually means in this if he's being evaluated in a week with a broken rib. I, I mean, I can only imagine. I've never broke a rib, but I imagine that that doesn't heal in a week. So I imagine he takes his time. And I want him to. It's just unbelievable. But I had to mention that. But what I loved most was after Tyrese Maxey's uh, performance was the second he was asked about it, this is what he had to say. What is it that made everything look so effortless for you tonight, Tyrese? Man, this had nothing to do with me. This is all Kelly Oubre, man. You know, we praying for him, man. Love my dog, man. I just met him, but I love him. You know what I'm saying? I hope he gets well soon. How awesome is that? Again, a dude who immediately gives a shout-out to his teammate. I think that is just the coolest possible thing. The fact that that even is, comes to mind, it tells you everything that you need to know about Maxi and everything you need to know about this team. I've been preaching it since the season started. I think everybody now sees it, that this team is different. Everything about them. They're closer. They care about each other. All the vibes are great. Never has it been like this. <laughs> Truly. I mentioned also that uh, Maxi is just the happiest dude ever, and he plays with such joy, and he does. He's just smiling. Imagine when you're going up against the dude who's just giving you buckets and drops 50 tonight, and he's just smiling, as can, just happy as can be. It's contagious. There was even one part where uh, there's a zoom up of it. I tweeted the gif of it, but he basically says, oh, my gosh, like, I am. I don't know if he says I'm good or I'm unreal or something like that, but he was feeling it. And it's contagious, not just with his teammates, but for the guys he plays against too. And here's a clip of Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers on the performance that he witnessed firsthand tonight, which I thought was extremely cool. I mean, Tyrese has always been capable of this. I think he's getting handed the keys now with James gone. Allows him to have the ball more offensively. Um I think he understands when it's time for him to go, and I think that him and Joel have a great relationship. Joel wants to see Tyree succeed at a high level and does a good job of setting screens, getting him going when he needs to. Uh, I think they have a good relationship, good partnership. They're probably one of the best duos in the NBA right now, you know, so um, you know, I think Tyrese has always been able to do this since college, and it's no surprise to see him do this. I'm excited for him, happy for him. We're good friends, so I uh, want to see him keep balling and um, 
except for Tuesday. But sure, after yeah. that, I want to see him keep doing well. Very cool of Hal Burton to say. Always awesome to hear, especially from somebody on the opposing team. By the way, I love Hal Burton. I'm a big Tyrese Halliburton fan. I'm also a fan of the Pacers. This is admittedly the third game of theirs I've watched this season, but they play the fastest tempo of basketball that I have ever seen. Their pace, no pun intended, is absolutely insane. The Sixers would go up like double digits, 11 or something, hit a big shot, and before the camera could even pan off of whoever made the shot, the close-up of, uh, close of them, they would be down the floor and hit another three to answer. I really like the Pacers. I really like Buddy Heald. I really like Tyrese Halliburton. And, of course, I love TJ McConnell. I loved, I tweeted this, but I loved watching him go at Covington, go at Embiid, get a bucket on both of them, talk so much trash to him after he scores, pick him up full court. Man, that's what TJ does. I miss TJ. I love TJ. I even tweeted it, too. I would give my left arm, probably elbow down, to have TJ McConnell back on this, this Sixers team. Look, I am happy for him. I am glad he got paid, and I, I hope he rides it out. But again, I wouldn't mind him back as a backup point guard. Love TJ. Let's keep that door open. Just a thought. Okay, friends, time out for a minute because I want to chat about Griffles Plasma and also about how plasma makes medicines and how every donation you give with Griffles Plasma, it can be used to make up to five different medicines. Now, while there are lots of different plasma medicines used to treat a lot of patients for life-threatening injuries and illnesses, the point is that each time you donate, your plasma can be used to help save lives. Each time, that is huge. Multiply that by the number of times you give plasma, yep, you got it, even more huge. Kind of like Allen Iverson leading the 2001 Sixers to the NBA Finals all by himself. So shout out Griffles Plasma and all their teams across the country. Plasma makes medicines, and a lot of people depend on these medicines. Donate plasma and receive compensation for your efforts today. You can find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24, that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Are you a slave to the can? Why don't you grow up and maybe join CEDA, Can Energy Drinkers Anonymous. At Buffed Energy, our energy is literally too powerful for a can. It also includes ingredients that can't sit around in water for months, let alone a day. Our proprietary blend of organic mushrooms combined with nootropics and caffeine will give you the boost you love from energy drinks and the focus you desire when you ask your friends if you can get some Adderall from them. I literally drank one before setting my underdog fantasy lineup tonight for Monday Night Football, and guess who hit two pick'em slips? You're damn right, go birds. Buffed Energy, destroying energy drinks one can at a time. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. 
Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Calling all golfers. Do you have a problem three-putting? If you said no, you were either in complete denial or you're just a straight-up liar. Jokes aside, and in all reality, who doesn't? It's inevitable. We're all three-putters. Well, let me introduce you to a new lifestyle brand for golf that is made for us. The Three-Putt Golf Company. Golf gear that meets the average golfer where they are, but looks like a professional brand. The first drop sold out in hours, but more are coming. Keep an eye out for the drop, discounts for That's Ball Folks listeners, giveaways, and more. Three-Putt Golf Company. Everybody three-putts look good doing it. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? Are you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. Let's go back to Tyrese Maxey because, again, that's the reason that we're recording this. I saw a couple replies to one of my tweets, and I kind of chuckled at first, but then I started to kind of get the point, and I want to share it. So my guy Sean uh, Bernard said that he doesn't know if we've ever seen somebody rise to superstar status as fast as we've seen Maxey do this year. And honestly, I completely agree. Again, the jump he made is just otherworldly. The work that he put in with Drew Hanlon this offseason is amazing. That hardened step back that I mentioned earlier, it creates so much space. It's hilarious. I tweeted a clip of it the other night, and a lot of people who've never watched NBA basketball apparently just kept hammering me that it was a travel. But it's not a travel, so uh, get over it. Anyway, so I quote Sean. And a dude replies and says, this is his quote. I'm going to read it directly. He says, dude, quite frankly, saved our uh, our franchise. I'm not even exaggerating when I say that either. Again, I read that. I'm like, ah, that's funny. But then I started thinking, and I think he's right. Let's think about this for a second. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they were the Sixers franchise. We all know what happened with Simmons. We move on from him. We trade for James Harden, an older guard a win now move a huge win now move that doesn't work out after the collapse last year in the playoffs we decide to move on from Harden can you imagine if Tyrese Maxey didn't step up truly think about it Embiid the odds of Embiid asking out are probably really high and then it's like what now what we're starting over completely 
But now we have found ourselves a true star, and that is not just a homer take. That's not me just saying that as a Sixers fan. That is a true statement. He is a legitimate star. And he set the Sixers up for just a fantastic spot moving forward. After the Harden trade, all the talk was, hey, who else are we going to trade for? I think it's honestly turned from, hey, let's get a third star to, hey, maybe let's just get another role piece. A name that I've seen floated around a lot is Alex Caruso, former summer sixer, for those who remember when he still had hair. Uh, I would absolutely love him. I think he would be the perfect fit for this team. I, I really do. I just, I feel, I don't, again, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, I think we're all just kind of waiting to see which teams blow it up and blow it up quickly. But that aside, I feel so good about this Sixers team. I love how we match up with the Bucks and their total lack of defense. I love how we match up against the new-look Celtics. We haven't played the Heat yet, who are rolling right now. But I just feel good, man. I feel good, and it's hard not to. We're sitting at 8-1. and one. We're first in the East, the best record in the league. What's not to feel good about? A couple of last things I wanted to mention before we go. Uh, it's the fact, for just a little refresher, that we got Tyrese Maxey with the 21st pick in the draft. And I laugh about that every single time I think about it. Now, I'm no dummy. I know that if it wasn't the COVID year, that that dude is 1,000% going higher than 21st. I know that. But guess what? He didn't. And several teams passed on him. And the biggest one being the Heat, who took Precious Chua uh, 20th right before, the, uh, right before we took Maxi. And not just that, but the Heat are the team who lost to the Thunder in the bubble, and that secured us getting the draft pick, which turned into Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey, uh, Maxey was asked post-game about it, and he said, Shout out, Mike. I like being here. In reference to Mike Muscala. In the bubble, he hits two meaningless threes in like the last 30 seconds of the game to beat the Heat. And again, because they won that game, that means that the draft pick went to us, us being Philly, and that draft pick turned into Tyrese Maxey. What a time, man. It's a, it's, honestly, it's absolute time that the Sixers get some damn luck like that. It's always bad luck. It's always just this cloud lingering over the franchise. I am so glad that it went our way for once. It feels really nice, honestly. <laughs> it's true. And honestly, uh, I was thinking about the draft after the, uh, after the game, just barely. And I kept thinking about, for those who remember, I know you guys watched it, but Maxie gave an interview and he was just super, super emotional. And I loved what he said. But l- listen, I, nobody, I'm not going to even paraphrase it. Just listen to what he said. I just I want to say thank you so much. And I thank Philadelphia for this opportunity. I promise you it, it won't be a regret. I think it's safe to say there are absolutely zero regrets, and every single human being in Philly agrees with that. I would die for this, dude. I truly would. That's it, man. I just, uh, an episode dedicated to Tyrese Maxey, the unbelievable performance that we witnessed tonight. Just had to talk about it, man. It was, I just, I can't believe it. And look, have people brought up the fact that I may or may not have toyed with the idea of including Maxey in an offseason trade? Mm. Me? Yeah. I am a little ashamed to admit that I did. I, I thought about it. I talked about it. And uh, boy, am I eternally grateful that we did not move him. Am I eternally grateful that Daryl Morey knows ball and knows it better than any of us Sixers fans do? <laughs> Some stats to leave you with. Tyrese Maxey tonight becomes the second youngest Sixer to record a 50-point game behind Allen Iverson. He's now averaging 28.6 points a game, 7.2 assists per game, 5-point rebounds a game. 
5.4 rebounds a game. He's shooting eight threes at 40%, one turnover a game on the best team in the East. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What's next for the Sixers? Pacers again on Tuesday in their first end season tournament game. Shield your eyes. The court's going to be very bright. Uh, followed by the Celtics on Wednesday. I believe that game's in Boston. Going to be a fun road test. And then the the uh, Atlanta Hawks on Friday for another end season tournament game. Let's keep the ball rolling. Keep the juju going. Keep the vibes high. Man, I just love this team. It, how, how could you not? This team is so lovable. It's unbelievable. A couple other guys I just had to give a shout out to. Uh, how about Nick Batum? Or Nico Batum, I guess he wants to go by now. He just... he fits this team and plays this role that we need him to play so unbelievably well that, again, you just got to give him a shout-out. It's kind of uh, it's amazing how well he's just plug-and-play. He didn't – nothing he did tonight jumped out of the out of the box score or anything like that. He had nine points, seven rebounds, had a couple second-chance opportunities. He doesn't take a lot of shots. He shot three from five from three. That's how he got his nine points, and they were big, timely threes, which I loved. And then the most quiet guy who's just consistent and consistently going is Tobias Harris. He had 18 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, shot 50% from the field. I, I, just, I just love it. I love it, man. And Melton. It was good to see Melton. He still, I wouldn't say he struggled tonight. Hit a couple uh, big shots. Hit a three. I thought he had two threes, but one of them got overturned. He had 10 points. Six assists, four boards. He didn't shoot a lot, only seven shots. And then the bench was relatively quiet. But, again, they did their job. Covington had a bunch of uh, just hustle plays. He had five rebounds, a bunch of second-chance uh, opportunities, that which he uh, provided, which was great. Daniel House had four points himself. Paul Reed did what Paul Reed does, four points, six boards, three assists. Beverly just doing Beverly things. He hit a three. Oh, I just love it. I have nothing nothing but good things. I, uh, Man, I'm just a happy, happy little fellow over here. That's all I got. Again, thank you all for listening. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. I, I'd love that a few of you were like, yo, drop an episode. We need to talk about this. I'm going to work on getting an open line so that you guys can call in, leave your thoughts. I can plug your audio into the podcast. I think that's a great idea. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I'll get you guys details once I do get that set up. Again, love you all. Let's get another win against... Indy on Tuesday, followed by the Celtics. Vibes are high, feeling good, and uh, that's ball, folks.